Is the music on? There we go. Peace. Mega Late Show. Episode something something. Ayo. Ayo. I'm going to let you run it, man. It's late. been a while since you've been I'm, on there. Yeah. Okay, I was about to say, I, I'm late. Hello. <laughs> Word. Uh, nah. Uh, episode, I don't even know what the fuck. Are, are we still doing Kaiwas and all that shit? Uh, there's been a few things since you've been on your sabbatical that I just haven't been doing. Like, uh, you know, I've started numbering them. I, I don't know. I did a count. And if we did not do Kaiwas... And not counting the episodes or the the mixes, we would actually be on like episode 129 or 130 now. But, you know, like technically... Just posts that aren't mixes. Right. And, and like Word. actual, not like a .5. Like the .5s that we've done where it's like not really an episode, it's like 30 minutes extra or some shit like that. Counting just episodes where we where it's talking to somebody or talking to each other is like... 130 but yeah this and some is, of those are double length y- yes yes yeah hella hot ass oh yeah so uh basically right now what we want to do is just let you know that since the quarantine is going down uh we are recording uh by satellite what do they say when they do that via satellite uh, remote. yeah remote yeah, and uh, I guess just to let you guys know what we get into a little bit on this episode. It's just kind of casual conversation, right? Some quarantine talk, catching up a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit of the current situation events, uh, catching up, reflecting, and then, you know, the usual late shit, uh, hip-hop, Tokyo, yeah, dope shit. We talk Comics. a little bit about of uh, all, all Jay Electronica of shit. shit. We get we kind of go in on Jay Electronica's album, which is several weeks old at this point, but we want to give you all that that energy. That shit just came out though, right? Actually, yeah. time is meaningless yeah. to me right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna jump on that wave too. If you guys are still into that old idea of time, I'm off that. Yeah, I'm the Silver Surfer <laughs> slash Doctor Manhattan of this shit. That's right. All moments exist at one. Only time is now. What's my man's name? Nor. Nor. Uh, I forgot his name. Shit. Are you? Well, we'll put it in post. <laughs> but but what are you talking about? A comic book character? Yeah, Silver Surfer's. Oh, Norin Rad. Norin Rad. Word word. That's right. That's right. That's a dope ass name though. Yeah, was like my that is a dope name. I'm about to look that up on SoundCloud and just geek out for the rest of the night. Word, word. Yeah, so we did that. Um, look forward to more episodes in the future. Uh, depending on if the situation doesn't get more dire here in Japan. Right now, we're not on any official lockdown just yet. Just keeping it safe and so recording at a distance. Um, hopefully next week we have an episode with uh, Pigeon Dust and we'll all be around for that. But, you know. Yo, if this shit gets quarantined up, I'll be on every episode. Word, word. Yeah. Well, um, indeed. I'd like to... Yo, you know what we should do, man? Uh, if you don't want to record a, a mix for the second part, we should do an album review. Like, a real album review. Like, listen to it. One that we haven't... You know, like one that doesn't get a lot of album reviews. Listen to it. And then discuss it. Discuss it in detail. No. You know what I mean? 
Oh, after the fact, not like the Nas joint. No, yeah, yeah. Like really, you know, sit down with our thoughts on it, think about it, and, you know, make some notes. Not like a freestyle. You know what I mean? I'd be down for that. Hell yeah, man. I'm hella down. I mean, I'm still probably going to do a mix, but yeah. Yeah, that's tight. We can we can, we can can knock that out in like 20, 30 minutes or some shit. Maybe put it before the mix or after the mix or some shit like that. If you want to do that. I'll, I'll be around tomorrow. But we, uh, let's just, let's just, let's discuss that. I guess discuss that after. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, what? business talk. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, let's get into it right now. <laughs> what BBS. album do you think we should do? <laughs> uh, I have no idea what's come out recently. I didn't even know Royce dropped, so I have no fucking clue. Okay, let's. Uh, let's do that. Uh, Jesse Reyes, you down for that? That Who dropped that? today, actually. I don't know Jesse. Jesse Reyes. Reyes. Is that, a, um, is that a, a, a man or a woman or? She's a woman. I guess she was bubbling a little bit before. She was on that uh, Eminem Kamikaze. It sounds like he lifted two of her songs, which is pretty interesting. Okay. But uh, she's dope. She's also on that um, the Lion King soundtrack with okay. uh, not the same track as Tierra Whack, but whatever. It's a rap album. I'm assuming. I guess she sings a little bit. You know how kids are these days. Yeah, don't do that. But yeah, I'm down for it. Uh, I I got as long as it's on Spotify or whatever, I'm down for it. Yeah. And what? I mean, I haven't I haven't checked it out, but if it's short enough, maybe we can do two albums. Okay. Word up. So everybody listen, tune into that. We'll have a uh, album review, maybe two, and a music mix, maybe. So yeah, listen to this, like, subscribe. Yeah, bitch. You know you ain't doing nothing these days. Yeah, y'all trash. Y'all should be out there spreading the virus. Really get this shit lit. <laughs> yeah. Really get this shit lit. <laughs> yeah, trying to see full economic meltdown. You know what I mean? Just kill our grandparents and shit. This shit has not been uh, apocalyptic enough for me. Like, uh, I feel like we're going to get through this. I was yeah. hoping for more... Uh violence and despair i was telling marvell i was like yo if you run out of toilet paper remember you could steal toilet paper just go to the mcdonald's take the rolls from the bathroom go to the places steal the rolls from the bathroom it's not really the apocalypse until there is mass fucking yo that's a wet tissue people eating out here Mm -hmm. baby white boys killing it yeah i went to the back aisle in don quixote Stopped. Fully stopped. Oh, word? Hell yeah. Nobody going for baby wipes. That's a pro tip. You know, I stay stocked with the baby wipes. I'm good. We oh, got word. we got hella supplies. Yeah, we good over here. If y'all need spam, hit me up. Pay attention to the part, last part of the last episode. If you can type that word and send it into me, not only will you get <laughs> CDs, I give you some free canned goods. You want some canned goods? I got you. Some Dinty more beef stew. You want some canned spam? Straight up. Yeah, I got you. That's the that's the giveaway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay tuned. Oh send shit! Us a secret code word. And spell that shit correctly. Yeah, do your googles. He's been on the podcast. A word. Yeah, so um, pay attention right. to that fucking mega late show. Something, something, something. Straight up, yeah. Enjoy. Goodbye. Yo, should we introduce the shit? Yes.
Mega Late Show. I'm not sure how to describe it. Yeah, I don't know. This is Mega Late Show. It's not a year in wrap up. It's just some shit. Oh, it's a yeah. it's like a quarantine thing, <laughs> right? Yeah, Hell quarantine yeah. thing. Shelter in your face. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm half trying to eat uh, as as uh, as I'm talking here and whatnot. But yeah, what is it? Saturday uh, night. Do your thing, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah. uh, I was, we were supposed to record with uh, Pigeon Dust today, but it was just like, yo, that's probably not a good idea. So, yo, which is real fucking tragic. Yeah, I'm pretty. I was pretty hype about that one. Yo, he's been on my list of guests since, since the, beginning. the beginning. Yeah, and I- just serendipitously, the time I was gonna pop my fucking head back out. Well, next weekend. Uh, rescheduled for next weekend so as long as anything uh, else doesn't happen uh, with the coronavirus as long as things don't get worse and uh, it's it's uh, a worse idea to come out well he'll be here next weekend so we'll just rock that then you're gonna be here yeah all right word yeah man i'll uh i'll still be here okay you were you do you know anything about your condition are you gonna Are you gonna stick around Tokyo or? <laughs> yes, uh, I don't really want to talk about it yet, though. Okay, well, let me know I, 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 off air. You know what I mean? It'll work. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but uh, he'll be here. Ne- he'll be here next weekend. Next weekend it was supposed to be Rory. It was going to be a uh, DJ Tag. Oh, word. Yeah. Oh shit. Know, th- today was Pigeon Dust and then DJ Tag, but I hit up I hit up Rory and I was like, Yo, man, my bad. Um, but can I reschedule? So we're going to try to get something going in May, I think, with DJ Tag. Because so, I got kind of the calendar a little bit stacked. I didn't tell you, but I met um, I met some DJs that DJ at Madam Wu. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to be around oh, for them. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Two, two dope Damn. DJs, man. New York, uh, Japanese folks, uh, a guy and a, and a girl that lived in Brooklyn for a long time. I'm actually not sure if they're like together or what, but they seemed to DJ together and they were hanging out together when I went to go um, check out 4-4, Omen 4-4 and DJ Illegal in um, Kita Senju. And I met them there and they were cool as shit. And they're like, yo, come through to Madam Wu. I was like, yeah, that place is too expensive. Like, that just come through and drink. We'll get you in and you can just chill. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah. Damn, I needed that connect earlier. Yeah, yeah, that shit. They seem they seem cool. They play good music. I was watching a live stream last night. Shout out to DJ they C2 still in there? and Mika. Uh, yeah, they 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 got temperature. They they check the girls' temperatures every night and they like live stream it or whatever, they, with a little uh, forehead shit. Yeah, they still doing it. <laughs> they hold that little temperature gun right up to their forehead and it blasts out the uh the temperature. I'm like, word, man. I still gotta get these dollars. Or these Madam Wu dollars. It's Monopoly money. Yo, man, times is wild. Yo, imagine just like chilling in the strip club during a plague. That shit's kind of wild. <laughs> like, that's just like some real interesting priorities there. Yo, did you hear that shit about um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal? Nah. So my man's, uh, this was like last week or something. <laughs> my man like popped up all of a sudden he was like corona what's going on and what it turned out was is he was like on a silent retreat 
So he had no idea <laughs> shit was happening <laughs> until they got out. <laughs> Yo, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. Can you imagine that? Oh shit. I heard that happen, um who that happened with? Uh the dudes on Big Brother in some country, maybe in Germany. Cause you know, they don't got no contact with the outside world, so they were gonna do some special where they told them in front of a live audience what was going on. Wow, that's fucked up. I mean, yeah, it's like I, I don't know. That might be kind of fun. I wouldn't believe it, especially if it's like a television crew. It's like, yo, this is like part two, Big Brother Part Two zombie outbreak. It's like your family's dead, the whole world around us except for this live studio audience. Yeah, that that'd be that yeah, that'd be a little bit weird. I wouldn't want that. Yo, that shit is I don't man, it's so weird what's happening right now. It's like a fucking actual paradigm shift. There's like before this and after this on a global right. scale. Right. I mean after this, I'm expecting more of the same, but right. I, I see. Yeah, I'm trying lot. to figure out how to get a a, a rent strike popping. No doubt. I, I'm I was legit hoping that things would get a little bit more dire in regards of the work situation because then we would have to receive some type of uh, you know relief package as well, and uh, I could use that. Everybody could use that. Yeah, Japan seems like they're being kind of trash with their response. Indeed. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue on this, or we're gonna switch it up. How so? I mean, well, shit. It has been it has been uh, several weeks since you've been on. Have you listened to the episodes that that I uh, had been putting out? Any of that? I. I have listened to some of them some of the time. Word. Me too. I haven't... <laughs> all of the editing, I haven't listened back to the episodes. Like, if I didn't put a, a marker there to edit, then there could be, like, legit five minutes of silence. I have no idea uh, if there was a problem. But, but yeah, I haven't gone back to listen to them either. But most of them have been pretty good. Um, the guest list was kind of lit for a whole minute. For three weeks, I, I thought the guest list was fucking fire. Not not to hate on Scott Popular, Wreck a Dam, or uh, the two artists that I had on last week, but but yeah, I mean, uh, shit's been good. They can't. We had to cancel. No, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like I I get the updates in my Google and shit, and uh, usually I listen to the first five or ten minutes or so of every episode. I don't dive in on all of them, but. Mm. Yeah, man. Keep the spirit going. I, I couldn't, for some reason, Anchor would not let me post the second half of the DJ Illegal episode. And that was weird. I'm, and I sent them an email, and I got an auto oh, response anger. back. I thought you said anger. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been doing, I'm still doing good, man. I meditate every morning. So I'm not, the anger hasn't caused me to drop any episodes like last year. No, um. Nah, nah, nah. But yeah, so they sent me an auto response back like, due to coronavirus, we're not going to respond back to you for whatever amount of time. <laughs> and so like that was fucking like two weeks ago, maybe 
I sent that email out and I still haven't got anything back. So I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with that. I guess it's just lost. It's up on SoundCloud. Oh, damn. Right? It's, it's not. on SoundCloud. It just won't let me post it on on Anchor. I posted other episode on Anchor, but yeah, not that one. I think maybe. I thought I saw it on Google. <clears throat> Strange. I don't know. Google uh, might pull from the SoundCloud, though. Yeah, I, I don't think it's not on Spotify, if I recall correctly. But Word. Yeah. Well, um, yo, man, I guess um, I guess talk about this shit some more, because uh, I was I pretty much been uh, doing nothing but uh, listening to podcasts and shit. And I don't know, man. Like, uh, it's not just here. People are acting like nothing's happened. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't listen to his shit regularly, but Bill Burr's not really doing anything different. The, uh, those come town guys, they're still, you know, cracking jokes and shit. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird how life just goes on yeah man i mean uh none of my shit has really been disrupted except for they're doing like you know live like they're doing episodes from their houses instead of in, in like a studio together kind of like what we're doing right now uh el chapo trap right. house uh michael brooks show uh majority report like my news resources are doing that rogan joe rogan's still doing his regular thing um the bodega boys you know what i mean it's like all that shit is just a, like the same but different it's just like it's like how i imagine it would be it's like you know if outside is all acid rain then we'd still go work at the fucking mcdonald's but to get there we'd have to put on like the acid rain suit you know what i mean yeah they for real want you to die for the the um <clears throat> stock market Oh, yeah, man. Capitalism runs on blood. Not to get into that too much, but yeah, it's, it's, it's well, kind of yeah, like disgusting. You were saying, expecting things to go back to the norm, which they probably will, but it would be dope if they didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want Joe Biden to get the coronavirus, but if like it made him reexamine like what's going on, that would be pretty tight. I mean, this is a little messy, but I'll be down for him to get the coronavirus. <laughs> Take this nigga out the game, man. Like, nah. <laughs> um, nah, it's fucked up to say. That's a real human being and everything like that. But he's also kind of a monster. Same thing with Trump and all those cats. So I don't know. Word. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It's a, it's a little bit messy to say that. But yeah, those guys, man. I just feel like I see a lot of people on social media from from like the neoliberal type of cats and like um, the conservative neocon type of cats. They're they're like almost getting there in regards to like their policies and the thoughts on the way that, you know, the current system runs this late stage capitalism. They're almost getting there, but not quite. They're just like. They're like, yeah, you know, this bailout is only helping out the corporations, and it would be cool if we had just a little bit more. And they, 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 
they just kind of like tickle the idea that like this capitalism shit is kind of gross but they don't quite mm-hmm. get there and i feel like just like after you know the housing market crash and just like just like i don't know almost everything that that gets people to to stand up and notice as soon as it's over it's kind of like just back to business as usual because that's just kind of the way that it works capitalism is like pervaded the ideology is pervaded every single aspect of the way that we think that it's almost like you don't think outside of the hegemony of it all it's just like it, it it's the rules that you know that you didn't like that you never asked a question about it's it it's it's just something that we all do we just go right we'll go right back into it without question it's like yo this is this is a little fucked up but yeah this is just the way things work out which is why i change my voice when i talk to my boss and it's different than when i talk amongst my friends it's just a rule that i know to do that nobody has really prompted me to do so i don't know man i i i kind of feel a little bit fortunate being here in japan uh, as compared to a lot of the folks that I know back in the States who are going through a difficult time with this shit. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, man, and I guess we'll talk about it more later, but really re-examining a whole bunch of shit the past couple months. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I've mostly been going about things business as usual. Like, I was one of the cats that wash my hands when I come in the house every time. You know what I mean? I was one of those cats that wash my hands in the first place. But, yeah, it's kind of been business as usual. One thing that I found, though, is... um, I'm sorry if you can hear me chewing and shit. Hold up. One thing that I noticed, though, like, I never rocked the face mask. And now I rock the face mask, right? So, (laughs) Right, yeah put the mask on and i'm out and i legit really understand now a certain part of the way that my brain functions because you know you walk past a pretty lady and you're just like yeah she she wants it you know what i mean she thinks i'm cute she's checking me out too just the same way i'm checking her out you know what i mean just like a regular guy thing that we all do but then i have to re-examine mm-hmm. myself <laughs> i'm like yo i got I like this mask on she can't that. i can't <laughs> i can't I was like, you know, regular shit, everybody does. Right. You know, we're at the funeral. We're seeing which chicks that we. Yeah, we're, we're at the funeral. We're seeing which chicks that, you know, we smash or whatever. But, you know, with the mask on, I still have the same thoughts like, oh, yeah, she's looking at me thinking that I'm cute. And it's like, no, dog, like your entire face. The only thing it's showing are your eyes. This person is not attracted to you. You're just a creepy dude that's looking at people. That's one thing. That, <laughs> that's one thing I realized. Like, yo, like obviously my brain just works this way that I'm projecting the idea that it's like mutual, and it's not. It's not. So I've kind of I've, mm. my ego is kind of taking a blow, rocking the ninja mask. But you know, it's all right. Outside of that, everything's yeah, lovely. I, mean, <clears throat> I saw like a bunch of shit got canceled, and. uh I don't know, man. I was like, I don't know why Japan or not even Japan, like why people here and not Japanese people, like our folks are not being as trepidatious as I would expect. But I mean, I guess 
I don't know, man. It's weird. Because I, I know people back home who are still working. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. I mean, at this very moment, right now, as we're recording this, me and um, me and Herb were supposed to be playing uh, the, the sound cypher at Harry's. And, uh, you know, Herb hit me up on maybe Monday and was like, yo, let's cancel that shit. And I was like, you right. And that was before we even had the announcement for the lockdown. So I think, again, I think that people here are just not responding to it with the same trepidation because it, does, it doesn't seem real yet because we hadn't had a lot of numbers coming out. And now that we do, it's just kind of like, the information seems a little sparse. And since we're all English speakers, I think a lot of people in our circle are not even looking to like Japanese news sources for it, except for like the English uh, shit. And, and that information is even sparse. It's just like, yo, please don't go out this weekend. It might be a bad idea. And for most people, that's like, oh, OK, well, that means that I shouldn't go to the to to the Hanami. But it doesn't mean I shouldn't hit the donkey and shouldn't walk around Ginza or some shit. That's fine. Right. And so shit just seem business as usual for mm. everybody. I don't know. It's weird. I, I, mm, I don't know. I've been playing a lot more video games. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I fucking been eating a lot more junk food. So life is life post apocalypse is, is pretty lovely or mid apocalypse is pretty lovely. Yeah, I saw some folks saying like for, you know, gamers or introverts it's kind of like you know ain't shit really changed word i mean niggas is inside yeah i don't i don't know like uh, i don't mind staying home but that might just be because i'm lazy and i got a daughter and a wife to you know i don't need to go out get all the time but because they telling me that i shouldn't go out i kind of want to be like yo but yeah, I had to suppress that feeling. What's up with what's up with uh with new music, man? You been paying attention to anything recently? Um, <clears throat> I just started recently, like checking some shit out again. I think that uh, J Electronica kind of revitalized my interest in shit like to check out more music in general or just to kind of see what you had missed over the last few weeks? Well, to be honest, I've been kind of productive or I've been working on some stuff. And the way it works is I don't really want to listen to anything because it's kind of like throwing me off. Like I can't think or something i don't know it's hard to explain fam you about to drop an album is that what you're telling me i don't know oh shit maybe man maybe quarantine the ep type shit word up quarantine (laughs) (laughs) it was right there the whole time but now like um i don't know man like a lot of shit has not been tight to me like i listened to something and Back in the day, I would suffer through it. Like, oh, I'll just get through the whole project. But now I'm just like, man, I don't even want to listen to this. Mm. Uh, I haven't been playing, like, a lot of 
Like, I'm not digging for anything. Like, I used to dig for new music, but I kind of stopped doing that. You think that's partially because you haven't been DJing and shit? It's partially that. Partially because nigga been depressed and shit. I like how you said past uh, tense, though. Where? Yeah, nigga, it's springtime. We out here. No doubt. Daylight era. But, uh... That, uh, J Electronica kind of juiced me up. I went back and listened to that, uh, new Nicholas F. That shit is tight. Word. Uh, my commie's got some tracks on, um, what's the guy's name? God Fahim's albums. Those joints are mm. dope. But, uh, I haven't listened to, like, a lot of sh like usually I would have some Lucy's, but I don't have like any Lucy's. I just been checking out niggas I like. Word. I kind of I, I feel like I've been using the uh, new music for you feature a little bit more on Spotify, which was something I didn't really pay attention to for like the the, the first year that I had the service. And uh, they put me on to some new cats recently, and I was like, oh, this is not too bad. Uh, I I even checked Word. out like the Hot New Japan type of music or whatever a playlist oh, or some shit and i was like oh word a lot of this is trash but oh there's <laughs> fucking a circle track on there that's interesting i've seen those guys before oh word yeah they had some new shit i don't know how new it is but it was all right i was like ah, oh, this is tight yeah new run the jewels shit dropped a couple how, tracks how is that there's two tracks that dropped one of them i really like and the other one is just like hmm not bad run the jewels sound I think the one beat that I like, uh, what was the name of that shit? Ooh la la. Um, I think DJ Premier has a production credit on it, and that one's all right. You know, it's typical. It's what to be, what's to be expected of them. Like the the quality of the beats haven't changed. the The quality of the rhymes haven't changed. It's just good. Run the jewels. Like you know what you're getting when you when you step into one of their albums, and I think it's pretty good. So far. Yeah. Yo, I saw, um, <clears throat> I, well, not to just go off of that. I haven't listened to it, but I may check it out. I'm not super into Run the Jewels for a whole project. Word. But uh, you were, um, yo, I cannot think. I, I don't remember which episode it was, but you were talking about Planet Asia, maybe? Oh, yeah. Or yeah. you were going to talk about Planet Asia. I didn't listen to the whole joint, but uh, which song were you talking about? Um, Planet Asia just released a new project produced by 38 Special. Um, the whole project, yeah. that joint, um, I forget the name of the track, but uh, Mystery School, I think, is the one track that I really liked off of that album. It's like a drumless joint. But yeah, it's, it's okay. It, 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 that's like another one of those joints. Like, oh, Planet Asia has good raps on this shit, and the beats are pretty solid. So, hmm. word bet. Man, actually, I didn't like his two latest projects. Not that I disliked them. They just didn't move me like his other joints. Including this new 38 Special joint? Including that one, okay. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't say that I've come I think, across a lot of music that, recently that grabs me, grabs me. But yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was just fine. I got the feeling you uh, weren't that into the J Electronica joint. Um, I feel a little bit of type of way calling it the J Electronica joint. <laughs> it should be called a J 
J Electronica joint. I don't know. I thought it was all right. Well, here's here's the thing. Like I also with yeah. I just I want to praise the production on that shit. That shit is crazy. It sounds pretty good. Like I don't think it's a bad project by any means. Um, I think J carries J Jay Z carries a lot of the tracks for me. I prefer his verses over J Electronica's. Um, I was never a huge J Electronica fan, and I remember when he was. You know, he's got a, he's got a few of those joints that are really like. Uh, a few tracks that are really like, well, this is like some god level MC, and this is like some really dope MC, and obviously a top tier type of cat. Um, Jay like quarantine, yeah, you know, Jay like Ovaltine, yeah. He he just seems like postpone the Olympics. You know what I mean? I don't know. That was bad. <laughs> uh, he he he's it, it's good. Like you know, uh, I just didn't hear to to me. I don't know. I feel like a lot of things that I have to say about those, that album have been said by other people, maybe more eloquently or something like that. But it, it does seem to me as though the space that he occupied at when he was at his height um, has been kind of filled by other cats. Um, Kendrick is one I think has kind of adequately filled that space. And this album, like none of the... Uh, none of the content really spoke to me. I think it's always really dope to hear... Uh, you know, Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, over some shit because I do be rocking with the, a lot of the pro black pro black elements of uh, you know the school the Nation of Islam, but even that shit mm-hmm. is really antiquated to me in a lot of ways. You know how I feel about uh, most of the God body cats, and I just think that it's like, oh, that's really dope, but I mean, do more of the knowledge, and so like a lot of the shit just didn't Yo, really what? stick with me. What what space are you referring to? Um, that he kind of occupied. Well, I think like yeah. a, a, a top tier lyricist that who stood in contrast to the popular wave of music, right? So the rap styles. It was kind of a throwback to like, okay, here's a lyricist. Um, he's a conscious rapper to a degree, meaning that he has something. Uh, important to say that it's supposed to be of substance and and I feel like just kind of like Kendrick occupies that space more so and and with a lot of the shit he's talking about like yo this is some real hotep type of shit like I I saw he got controversy Mm -hmm. for the synagogue of Satan line and I'm just like B (laughs) I I get it you know like you're you're free to say whatever you want to say but I think I think a lot of it is just like some real surface level intelligent type of shit. Well, a, a take that I have Lord. about it, a take that I have about J Electronica that I haven't seen anybody really say, maybe I just haven't read it, but like I kind of think of him, he took a 10 year fucking break from making music. You know what I mean? So it's possible that he came back and he's just rusty. You know what I mean? Because I didn't think his raps were all that great. Again, I thought Jay Z had quite a few tracks where i was like i prefer jay-z's verse over his on that and for your first debut album that's kind of like damn you got renegated on 50 percent of the tracks of the album and 90 (laughs) percent of 90 percent of the tracks of the album have a guest feature you know what i mean in jay-z and you got renegated on some of those and so it's weird to me one of the things i was thinking about jay electronica i wasn't a huge fan of his when he came out people when he came out people were like this is a top five lyricist of all time like he's one of the greatest to ever do it i put him in the category of 
Biggie and Pac and Rakim. You know what I mean? People people had that type of energy about him at the time, and I never saw it. Yeah, I was just like, too good. early for that. Exactly, and and you know, people put him in the category with like Big L. And I started thinking about that, and I was just like, well, how, how do I behold Big L, right? How do I feel about Big L? Like, he rapped good, but he didn't really live long enough to really show us his character and, like, whether or not he had any longevity. If he was able to really maintain this quality for a career and be considered, you know, that great, does he have the benefit of only, like, like Big L, like, only being judged for a very small portion of time? And 10 years later, I'm listening to this cat and I'm like, these are not God tier quality rhymes to me. The content, the delivery, like the denseness of it, like none of this shit is really hidden for me. So it had me thinking like, you know, is it, is it, can we really say that he's like one of the greatest MCs of all time when he never came out with the debut album? Like he never really had a solo album like that. And finally, when he does, it's the, the shit is carried by you know jay-z i just didn't think it was all that great and i knew i was judging it i was being a bit critical of it for that reason and a lot of it is because of his fan base and the high expectations of it and so i walked away from the project just feeling like ah, this is it's not a bad album but it's also not one that i really want to go back to listen to and the joints that i do want to go back to listen to i kind of want to go back to listen to them for jay-z so I don't. That's 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 my takeaway from it. What up? Oh, sound went out. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of my takeaway of it. I don't. I don't. <coughs> I'm getting. Hold on. Let me just make sure this shit don't peep out. Yeah, that's that's it. Did you really enjoy it a lot? Uh, I want to say I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I I think it's the. I mean, like I said, I haven't listened to a lot of shit this year, but I think it's probably the best thing after that Nicholas F album or maybe better than it depending on the day I don't know but um I'm not like screaming from the hills about it mm. it's a uh, I actually really J Electronica style really resonates with me like uh the things he rhymes not necessarily the actual subject matter but the words he chooses to like rhyme with are super interesting to me. Like I, I never hear anybody rhyme those words. So that's always like a nice thing to listen for, for me. Mm. I get that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I, I, I like the whole vibe of the album. Like I said, I think the production's tight, the, the samples, like the chanting, um, the kind of, I don't know that distorted sound that's not really trap or travis scott but it's kind of influenced by that i've always like uh been into jay you know before exhibit c um after i heard uh like around the time of what is that shit called eternal whatever that shit's called act one whatever the whole fucking mm -hmm. title is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, whatever that movie is. Right. That's it. But, um... Well, this album is good, I think, for him to at least drop something, even if he obviously needed, like, a leg up. Because maybe... 
I don't know, maybe he's kind of like Andre 3000 where he's insecure about actually completing something or I think whatever. That's, I think that's really the case. Like, I mean, he mentions it in the album. Like, he's kind of averse to putting an album out because it'll be ripped apart just by the fact of his previous kind of accolades and the hiatus. I think, I think there's a bit of a insecurity as an artist that, uh, in the release there. I think that would be accurate to say. But Word. You, you, you know one and thing? I- about this that i do like is like there's some tracks on there that are like abstract and you know that's kind of like my wheelhouse like the production wise i forget the name of it which track it was but maybe it's flux capacitor one of those beats i'm just like yo this doesn't really this is not a track that the rihanna sample yeah yeah it's like yo this shit is not something that you would ever hear like jay-z over you know what i mean some shit like that that shit is crazy that shit is crazy yeah I mean, I'm not, I'm not into like the old school bounce sound that uh, Jay Z emulates on the course, but I think it's dope when people pull Jay Z out of his wheelhouse. Like, yeah. uh, usually good things happen when Jay kind of experiments. I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I actually like the, the the parts that I really like about this album are the production and and Jay, Jay and Jay going back and forth on things and i think that in a lot of ways jay-z helps carry some of the weaker aspects that i feel about jay electronica now you were mentioned earlier that you kind of like some of the kind of idiosyncratic uh approaches to rhyming that jay electronica like inherently has in his style like i i've never really seen it that way so it's maybe it's just my judgment of bars you know what i mean but i just I th- I thought it was a a solid a solid project, but I can see why people were disappointed. Like I I went into it without any real reservations of greatness. I was more or less intrigued by it, and the only the the thing that kind of surprised me is just that Jay Z's on the damn thing so much. When when I first spoke to you about it a couple weeks back when it first dropped, um, I hadn't listened to it all the way. And you're like, yeah, this shit is almost like a watch the throne. Like it's it's like watch the Quran or some shit. You know what I mean? It's like hella hella Quran <laughs> bars and shit. And and I I, I was kind of expecting Muslim like Muslim Jay Z is weird to me. Isn't it though? I mean I, I didn't realize <laughs> that it was that heavy with, with Hove. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't you realize know. it was that heavy with Hove. Surprised to see him come out to that. But it, it's a good project. I definitely have it, it it's not on my list of favorite kind of projects that have, have come out this year. I, I really like the um the Boldy James joint that came out. I like uh a, another big one that I really love right now is the the new rap Ferrera, the the Milo shit is really good. And I even like uh Royce's album, The Allegory, which I think is just oh, a really when, cohesive project. The Allegory? Royce drop? It dropped uh it dropped this year. I want to say it dropped in February last month. Or is it March? Oh, shit. Yeah, it dropped last month. That shit is tight to me. I think that shit is better than um, the Book of Ryan. Book of Ryan. Yeah, I like it. Is it shorter than the Book of Ryan? That shit is not. It's like a full length. It's it's got to be at least sixty minutes. It's about it's at least an hour. But he does a lot of the production on it, and that's kind of the thing that I'm like, wow, this is really? weird for Royce to rap over. And some of those joints are crazy. I um, what's the track that I really like a lot? The name of it is um. I play forever or I always play. I play forever is kind of my joint that I like a lot. And it's not like a a car beat. 
it's like a joint that you play on headphones. It's, it's it's weird music. A lot of it is weird. Royce really has a lot of different sounds and approaches on this shit. So I like that. Weird. I might look into that. I didn't really feel the Book of Ryan that much. I like that joint too. I, one thing I've been doing, I kind of went back and listened to a lot of albums that I didn't really know about or hear last year, and I was checking those out. So a few of my favorites from this year are joints that came out last year. I also like that new joint you put me on to um, Ant, The Symbol, The What album. I like that. I'm shit. surprised you listened to that shit. Yeah, I mean, uh, the tracks that I... really that only I... picked that track because Nicholas F was on it. There's a few on there that are dope. It actually kind of made me a little bit mad. I was like, yo, like this fool is good at rapping, but like is he's in that pocket where it's like, yo, these are really good raps and interesting approach to beats, but this motherfucker is never really going to blow up, is he? It's like there's so many cats out there that are just like hella dope and will never really get that type of recognition. And it kind of it kind of made me feel a way about rapping myself. I was like, yeah, maybe I should just never do it. Yeah, for anything more than yo, because um, that shit is tight. To go back to our uh, conversation at the beginning, uh, like talking about the world after this event, and I mean not that just now starting to think like this, always jumbling around inside my head and shit, but you know, really re reevaluating like uh, your time what's important, uh, priorities, that type of shit. And it, uh, I was listening to the episode that just dropped with, um, the artists. I forgot their name. Uh, Jay and Eric. Rionko. Word, word. And Eric Diot. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all have that conversation where you talk about like, uh, you know, how, how basically how are you eating off of art? Hmm. And is it possible? And they talk about, or one of them is like, oh, you just, you really just want to create. And it's usually when you just do what you want to do, where, you know, you're successful at least. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've heard that before, even on the podcast, you know, we talk to people who are dope beat makers and then just nine to five, they're, you know, salary men and they just do it for the love or whatever. And, you know, a lot of these cats aren't going to blow, blow, you know what I mean? Right. Um, although they're well known in our scene or in the scene, but it's not it's not never going to be maybe much bigger than that. Yeah. Which is something I would like to be different in the near future. I don't know how we go from Corona to that. But it would be tight if people started uh, thinking about how they spend their lives a bit more and where we can find enjoyment and also be able to live a, a satisfying life without, you know, giving your soul to the grind and not your grind, but, you know, keeping think- the Dow going up. Yeah, the line god, I saw in a meme. You there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. You said the line god. 
Yeah, it was like a picture of the the Dow dropping, and you know, it was like a meme. Some guy was like, "Oh, the Lion God is angry," or some oh, shit. Or it went back up when Trump was like, "Oh, you know, by Easter," and people were like, "Oh, we got to get people back to work." Mm. It's like, "Oh, the Lion God is pleased by your sacrifice." Yeah, I think that's that's of tremendous importance, man. Like, uh, my screensaver on my phone says, "Care less about your job." And it's just some shit that I wrote and then put there because I think it's important to remind yourselves that like this kind of like all the machinations of the economy and the way the shit functions at the end of the day, that shit is not really all that important, man. At the end of the day, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's important to be fed, but like all the other little shit that we got, like in the, in, in the thing that we, the things that we kind of place so much importance on. Yeah, a lot of that shit don't really matter all that much. I was thinking about that a lot over the last several months since I started bullet journaling and looking at my approach to things. And I don't know if I spoke about this with you, but I've been doing the Miracle Morning. Um, did I mention yeah. that to you? I've been doing the Miracle Morning, and yeah, uh, yeah. I notice that when I don't when I don't participate in that routine, when I don't do that routine, my mental health kind of takes a hit, and my my focus kind of takes a hit. And yeah, this year is just, I'm just trying to make it as productive as I can. I'm trying to communicate with a lot of people within our, our social circle to be more creative and to do more dope shit, man. Cause like the, the least important thing in my life is my fucking job, but it's the one thing that I need to maintain in order to kind of supplement all my other endeavors. But I'm trying to make sure that I'm, I'm not you that is not taking up too much mental space that I feel I come home on a Friday night and I feel too exhausted to do something that I love. And I think it's of tremendous importance for us to remember to participate in all the rituals that make us feel good and dope. And that's all I've been trying to do this year, man. Like I'm about to I'm I'm about to rewire the studio tomorrow so I can get this music set up easier so I can come in here, hit a button and then turn on some music making stuff. So word, but this year is going to be dope, Bet. undoubtedly for all of all of the peoples, man. I've been I'm talking to all these fools in our circle. You know, it, it's one thing that I feel tremendously grateful for, like the podcast outside of, you know, us getting to meet our heroes and shit and, and you know, have good conversations. Yo, we know a fucking lot of talented people. I was looking at like my friends list and the people that I regularly regularly, you know, congregate with and hang out with and it's like every single one of these cats is just fucking dope man like every single one of these dudes is doing something that it's not going to be like some million dollar money making type of endeavor but yo what cake is doing is dope well you know submerse and marcus d and all of these fools buddha and and maya hatch all these fools are fucking tight i was with aaron cholai was I with? I was with Aaron Cholai, Buddha, Maya Hatch, and I'm. They were just hanging out with this kid named Shun Ishiwaka, and Maya was like, "Yo, Shun is the best jazz drummer in Japan." And I was like, mm. "Okay, that's what I say about all my homies." Like, you know what I mean? I was like, "Yo, this, like, yo, like, late got the best podcast in Japan. That full late, you know what I mean? Like, I say that shit about all my homies, but, yo, turns out." This fool Shun is really like the best jazz drummer in Japan. You look up his name on the internet and it's just like 
did this, did that, like notable in the entire, in the entire fucking, uh, what's up, Kenny? You going to sleep? Yeah, no, no, like people know this fool, like that are jazz musicians, and this fool is just amazing. So, yeah, man, like I need to make all of us, I think, need to make more space, more space for the things that we love and the things that are beautiful, and less space for the the cogs uh, that drive this economy. And we should start supporting each other more, so mm. the, the money that we get is not all fucking soaked in the blood of these corporate machinations. And I've said machinations twice on the podcast now, but I'm on a machinations type of trip right now. I'm trying to say that at least once a day. Tommy's next album, Machinations. (laughs) Yeah. Machinations. Homage. But, yeah. Yep. Not not to, like, uh... Uh... relate everything to me although i am a man but uh like um i, I forget the the literal not literal the the term in uh lit the literary term for this but like uh when uh, a person's mind state is kind of reflected in their environment like some edgar Allan poe or uh some southern gothic type shit okay like uh i i thought it was weird how like my whole shit started spiraling out of control and i like you know pretty much bottomed out and then all this other shit started happening like to people that weren't me and i was like oh shit and i i think it would be dope if this could be a reset for everybody you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i i I know a lot of people do a lot of resets and we're always you know you know refreshing or trying to be better but it'd be really tight if we all like reflected during this time and came out of this like let's let's get it oh okay a word word oh what were you saying Yeah, no, like, you know, let's 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 uh, not just seize the day, but seize the means of the production. Means of production. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, this and really, you know what I mean? Really like pull out the yeah. guillotine and really take it to these cats and have a party with it. Yeah, uh, I'm with that. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, mix, uh, your, yeah. mix your Jeezy with your uh, fucking um, I forgot the guy's name. But uh, yeah, the Russian communist guy. Mix those things together and uh, let's get this means of production. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, all I know, all I know is that like um, before, before when I was a much younger cat, I used to really think that my thoughts helped shape reality in ways that were extremely powerful. And I would notice that like my thoughts were magnet. And if I would think something, a lot of times I would see that synchronicity pop up and Usually from about November to January, February, I notice that shit a lot. Like, I'll think something, I'll think about somebody, I'll get a message from them. And it just happens so much that it, it's it's kind of a weird synchronicity for me. But, mm. you know, I kind of, I, I wonder, I often sometimes wonder if the world is a more magical place than, than we take it for. If, if, 
quantum physics is playing a, a, a deeper role than than kind of the macro relativity world like things happen faster than light like you know love does change things people's minds do influence the outcome more than just causal uh you know cause and effect and i started to think like yo maybe in, like uh, in general the world like we're in a sick place and we're just manifesting these type of negative things that happen all together if that's the case then maybe we can manifest some shit that's really dope and really better and perhaps like you were saying this will lead to some type of paradigm shift where it's like people come out of this like yo fuck all that like we can do better and maybe we will bring out the guillotines but at the very least outside of that ever happening the things that i've kind of come to expect in the trajectory that i want to be on and the type of person that i want to be you know six months from now and six years from now like i just i'm just gonna keep moving towards those goals man i'm just gonna keep moving towards that shit and just trying to be doper every day. So, word up. Welcome to the Mega Late Show self-improvement podcast. I'm Mega. <laughs> <laughs> Here with my co-host as usual. <laughs> late. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Shit's, shit's, shit's going to be wonderful one way or another. And I just kind of like to imagine that all my folks will end up in the right place. Yo, did you read um, Doomsday Clock? uh no is that the 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 watchmen um in the dc universe shit that took yeah. like three years to complete i started reading the first few issues yeah, like four that. years ago and then they never finished it up is that shit done now yeah it finished at the in the last year yeah it was on some real shield ultimate hulk wolverine type shit word i, I, I just finished shield too which i didn't know finished the television show? Or nah, Hickman's joint. Oh, okay. Huh. I don't know. I, I actually haven't read a comic book in a minute. I've been working on some other books and shit, some critical theory recently. So Well, um uh about the uh the what you just said, I can't say it like you just said it, but you know. Uh, our thoughts affecting our environment. Mm. The um, they introduced this uh concept. You know, DC's always playing with their multiverses and shit. So they introduced this one called the metaverse, which is like affects all of the multiverse, and it's uh, it's kind of outside of the multiverse. So it's like a something that can be. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to describe. It it's just it has an influence on everything else. Mm -hmm. But the only constant is Superman, basically. So wow. there's there there's always Superman. He always arrives on Earth. Um, you know the way he does. It may not be the same time or the same circumstances, but he's like the one constant that everything reverbs around from and uh. The, the metaverse is mm. like kind of leaking off of him or something. Ah, I don't know. He's the alchemical jewel. There he is. Mm. Which is kind of how they've been writing the DC universe for a whole minute anyways. But yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting. I mean, I didn't, I didn't read the whole series, but I read the last couple of issues. I was interested in how they were going to approach that because, <clears throat> you know, Dr. Manhattan is such a powerful being. Like, he's, Word. you know, beyonder. Basically, the, the beyonder, you know what I mean? Um, 
who Superman should just be able to whoop his ass, but because he's Superman, but you know, not really. So mm-hmm. the way that I feel about Dr. Manhattan is the way that I feel Super Surfer should be written, though. Like he's has that same power set. Like he kind of he he sees through time. You know what I mean? I don't know. So did do they Super fight? Surfer does? Yeah, he can see through time. He can see through the past and project into the future too. He's done it in canon comic books, but yeah. They never oh, so it, I didn't. It's, it's it's weird because sometimes they write him you know, with with the way that they use Galactus, right? Like they never really show his power set like it should be shown in my opinion. But sometimes Silver Surfer's power set seems greater than Galactus's because they always use Galactus for somebody to get over on, you know what I mean? Like, okay. They managed to escape Galactus or beat Galactus and so this and that. But yeah, yeah. Silver Surfer's power set is pretty crazy. Like, he should be able to wreck Superman, but not really because it's Superman. So, I don't know. I got to read some more comic books. I've been slacking on comic books for sure. Submerse was in here, and he really, really wanted you to be around to, so we could all talk about comic books and shit. I was like, yeah, because that fool is hella comic book head. After he left here, he went to go look at comic book stores and shit. So, shout out to Submerse. Yeah, we were chatting for a little bit, but uh, I forget about one book or something. Maybe the X-Men shit. He's really into the new X-Men shit. I'm not. I haven't, I haven't followed up on it. I just haven't. Not not for any reason in particular. I just haven't read it. I've been watching um, television and shit and watching anime and reading regular-ass books, physical books and shit. Yo, what anime are you watching? Um, I was watching uh, Haikyuu, the volleyball shit with Chi. She loves that shit. Oh, and shit. It's not bad. I mean, it's like, you know, it's it's a sports anime, so like things are moving and like slow motion and like oh my god he he has a genius powerful hit like how does he do it and like it's like that type of shit but i've actually been watching uh yu yu Hakusho, like the old anime series i had never watched oh, it before. and i'm like i don't know like 65 episodes in and uh at first i was like ah this is kind of trash and then it gets to a tournament and tournaments are always tight so I'm yo i think that's the og tournament I can't disagree with you. Like, I don't know any other animes that had that. Yeah. It's, it's I, the oldest one that well, I've seen it in. Well, I mean, Dragon Ball America, had that. that. That shit. Yeah. Dragon Yo, Ball had I'm, tournaments, though. Just regular Dragon I might Ball. Be talking out of my, I might be talking out of my ass, but I think Yu Yu Hakusho predates Dragon Ball as far as tournaments are concerned. Or at least, like, that kind of tournament. Because, you I'm know, sure. in America... Watching uh, anime on Toonami and shit, Yu Yu Hakusho came after Dragon Ball Z. So, you know, I wasn't super into it, but after I was doing some research, because that dude also writes uh, Hunter Hunter. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know he did Yu Yu Hakusho also. And I think I read that that's like kind of like the OG kind not like the first, but one of the, you know, biggest influence of uh, shonen kind of comics. Yeah. Well, you know, the Dragon Ball, the old Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z shit, but the old Dragon Ball tournaments were just like karate guys and shit, right? Like they just fight and doing karate. But in Yu Yu Hakusho, Word. everybody has like a certain power, certain power set. And so it's like that. Yeah, it's like a trope now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, they did the same shit on like Naruto. 
You know, it's basically the same type of shit. It's like your tor- your team of this many people has to fight this many people. You know, and, all yeah. they all do that shit now. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, but that shit is tight. I'm 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 good with that. I've been watching old shit. I actually took a video of uh like, you know how I told you I'd be watching the Chronicles of Riddick, and I always say that line. These are the things I need to know. <laughs> I took a video of that, and I was gonna send you that shit. Uh, this morning when I was like, yo, what time you want to record? And I got the video and everything. And I was like, I can't do it. I'm all fucked up. I got the Corona. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't send it, but I'm going to send it to you after this. Just, you know, to put that stamp on it. Yo, um, something I watched that I've been meaning to watch and I'm really happy. I finally did all the fucking free time I have. Yo, have you seen Fargo the series? Uh, I watched the first season, which was really good. Holy shit, it's good. Yeah, that shit is tight. Yeah, I, I, Yo, I, that shit I really is hella tight. Yeah, the the first season was really really good. I was I thought it was going to be trash. I was like, Yo, I've already seen the movie. Were they going to just make a television show out of this shit? But no, it's not that. It's, it's dope. Yeah, the other two seasons are good too. Yeah, the third I, season's a bit of a flip, but it's still dope. Yeah, I got to check that shit out at some point. I, I don't know. I started watching the, with the, that the Tiger King shit, and um, yeah, I don't know. I've been, I didn't watch that. It's like a new a new series about these people that own like big cats and a murder scheme behind it, and the dude yeah. is like. A really I've heard about boy. it, but yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen those people before, like in Florida. <laughs> yeah, just chilling and shit, smoking meth. Yeah, yeah, probably that word. Yeah, they definitely. I, to be honest with you, I I uh, I feel like that too. Like I've I feel like I've seen those cats somewhere grimy, like downtown, not Tokyo, but like downtown Texas, like looking for rocks from the homies of mine. Yeah. <laughs> word word, I don't know, man. Um, shit. I don't really have much else to say, but I, I do enjoy just talking, so I'm good with it. But what we should do is we should record an intro for this at the end of this so I can move it to the front. You know what I mean? Word, yeah. I don't I don't know what this episode is or was, but yeah, uh, yeah. that might like that. be tight. I don't know. You reading anything right now? Reading? Got, yeah. Like a book. <laughs> As I you would read anything read. else. Yeah. Um... I haven't completely got my life together yet, but uh, I've been kind of focusing on. I I I I don't know. I can't take in too much stuff right now. Ah, uh, word. If that makes any sense. I feel you. Uh, I know. I just I I I know you got like Audible and shit, right? Don't you have Audible? Yeah, for oh. sure. I was thinking about that, but I don't know. Part of my morning routine is to read some, so I've been hitting my books more um, consistently, yeah, studiously. So, but word, I don't need to talk about that. But I think people should go read Class Notes by Adolph Reed. That shit is actually phenomenal. It's probably some shit that, like, you probably read that shit in college or something, but, you know, motherfucker like me dropped out. So, but it's good. Nah, I've never even heard about that. Nah, he's brilliant, man. He's a, he's a college professor, black cat, and yeah, he's brilliant. I'll send you the PDF if you're into that. Oh, bro, we didn't we didn't read in college. Oh, word. We we tested out of uh 
you know, general education. Hello? Yeah, you skipped out on me for a second. I didn't hear. You said we tested out a general education? It's all good. I was being dumb. Oh, that's tight, though. I'm, I mean, that's kind that of like... That don't need to be on record anyway. <laughs> word, word. Mr. Danger over here. Oh, man, don't say that. I might have to use that as the uh, as a thumbnail picture. <laughs> Hell yeah. Word. It's me uh, <laughs> looking at uh, a fucking uh, either a Haikyuu manga or uh, a Vita Guerra calendar from 2010 mm, or some shit. Vita. I, I know the vibes. Yo, fucking, I, I came across, like, my homie, uh, this cat that I met in North Carolina when I was there for, like, nine, nine months, right? And then he came to visit me in California once. His name is, I gave him the name Cake Eater. I don't remember how it happened, but we call him Cake, right? Cake Eater and shit. This fool finds it me sounds on, familiar. Yeah, he, 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 it's the homie Cake Eater. Like, uh, he's a, he's a white cat, uh, always cool. He used to be an underground hip-hop head type of person and shit. And so he finds me on um, PlayStation and he jumps in the chat group and he's like, yo, is this is this Mark? Is this fucking mega? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, you sound hella different. You sound hella white now. What happened to you, dog? And this <laughs> motherfucker was just like going on and on. It's like, yo, you used to be so brolic. What happened to your voice? Why you sound like that now? Why you sound so different? What the fuck? And I was just like, I have no idea like what you're talking about. Like, you know, I I was I was in the chat group with the Canadian homie. So I do code switch definitely when I'm talking to my gamer guys. I, I don't really you know what I mean? It's it's just a little bit of a difference there. But he was like, Yo, you sound so different to me. And I was thinking back, like, how fucking different did I used to talk? Like, how different was my voice? Like, was I using slang more different? Because he was so fucking shocked that I was the same person. I just, I, and it, it caused me to think, like, he, I, I, I know, like, on from episode to episode, depending on who I'm talking to, like, I'll change certain aspects of my speech pattern. I've just always done that. I think part of it is being a military kid. You know, when I'm around Hawaiian cats, I switch to pigeon, more pigeon slang. When I'm around East Coast cats, I tend to switch and use more East Coast slang. Same thing with West Coast and things like that. But, you know, there's a through line to my regular speech and shit. And I was just like, who the fuck? Like, it really had me having, like, an identity crisis. Not not like the <laughs> DC, not like the DC series, but, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I wonder how many of the homies from the past would feel that way. Cause he was a good friend of mine. Like, you know, I, I like we've, we've kept in touch and we've been online friends since then, but just hadn't spoken in maybe a decade. And so I was like, what happened? Mm. Like, shit's weird, man. I don't know what happened to, you know, my version of Mr. Danger, but some shit must've been different for homie. Cause <laughs> he was like, the way he was talking, he was like really taken aback by it. So I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. I wow. Had to, I had to look in the mirror and shit. And yeah. It was like that TLC video when old boy gets the AIDS. <laughs> but it, it's different. <laughs> you know, don't when he's chasing waterfalls and shit, he's looking in the mirror and he starts to notice the bags under his eyes. Like, who am I? What am I? What's happening to me? Uh, that Yo, video that scared funny. Me. That shit scared the fuck out of me. Not 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 the fact that my voice might have changed or my speech, but no, that TLC video really scared the shit out of me. I was like, damn, that's how I'm going to die, too. I'm going to get AIDS. 
Yeah, I was like, yo, AIDS makes you die like Dorian Gray. Oh, shit. Word. <laughs> yo, like, it's crazy. Can you imagine, like, yo, I just been throwing, throwing dick around for 20 years or however, more than that. I don't even know. Yeah, I've been throwing dick mm. around for like 20 years. No condoms, no STDs. And it's going to be the coronavirus that takes me out. Damn. It'd be your folks, man. <laughs> right? It's a handshake. <laughs> It'd be the handshakes. <laughs> nah, this is no dap season. I'm definitely like, yo, no daps, man. Sorry, we'll do a head nod. We'll do the bow, the Japanese bow. What, what is that called in Japanese, though? How do I not know that? I know that. I just don't remember it. Oh, shit. See, I don't know. Like, there are different bows and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I got I'm going to say Ojigi and hope nobody fact checks me. I'm going to use this for the the audiogram. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we can get fact checked. Nah, no dap season. Yeah. I didn't make audiograms for the last two episodes. Not because I was too busy, but just because I was too lazy off of this coronavirus shit. I really need to get on that. I feel like uh, coronavirus time is everybody knows what's going on. Mm. You know, yeah. the other podcasts I listen to, they're also calling in. The quality has dropped a little bit, mm. you know. Uh, it is what it is. You know, some folks aren't doing anything. So, yeah, I whatever. Think, I think uh, I think uh, s- several of our listeners are um, they listen on their commutes. And I and uh, I was noticing the last week the listenership was down. A few percentile and i was like oh maybe they staying home then because i think mm. a lot of our folks listen on commutes so word word up word up i don't know man do you want to uh record an intro for this or you want to just keep on bullshitting we got about an hour and maybe 15 20 minutes of content yeah oh i mean i'm down for whatever actually i was gonna mention i think i'm gonna drop a mix if uh if there's space tight drop it on the tuesday we'll put this out on the friday and we'll drop it on a tuesday yeah i can do that i mean if you want no no uh don't feel obligated to do that shit because you know no nah, i've been living in the end i've been times. meaning to to finish that off anyway so i need to do that tight 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 yeah i haven't turned on my dj equipment in the whole last minute Yeah, man, it's a, I don't know, this is a bad situation, like, even before, like, just being personal, I was in a bad situation, but uh, I hope uh, good things can come out of it. I usually recover pretty well when I fuck up. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect anything less than that. I tend to remain relentlessly optimistic and hug the half glass, half full glass hologram i'm kind of vibing over here huh you you lost me when you said hologram oh you know the glass is half full i hug the half full glass hologram everything is a hologram it's a hologram now Everything okay, is a hologram. Word. We live in a holographic universe. <laughs> All this is, you know what I mean? Everything's a hologram. Optimism. <laughs> yeah, right. You thought I just freaked it like, yeah, we live in 3D. Nah. <laughs> it's a hologram. 
yeah you know the vibes yeah yo man i was gonna mention something but i completely fucking forgot i think way back when we were talking about reading um, that shit it's done word i was I, I was hyped for you to come through to the crib because i got a new living room carpet that i'm like really happy about and i put the old oh, living room carpet in the studio which is much nicer because the dust don't sit on it and the little particles of sock and shit don't stay on it. And I also got a new refrigerator, so I was feeling like a real glow up. Like, yo. You got another new refrigerator? No, nah, I don't think you saw my refrigerator last time, right? I didn't have it yet. Oh, is that work? Yeah, I got, I got like, the red one is gone. I got a new joint. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is adulthood, like... I, I, it's bugging me out because like i'll be 40 in like a couple like three years and shit right and i was like damn i've been an adult like longer than i was a child and shit now and and uh i guess i get really happy about household appliances and shit because i was <laughs> sometimes i just be i like i just go into my living room and i just look at my carpet like that's tight and then i'll glance over at the refrigerator and be like that's some real quality manufacturing right there. <laughs> <laughs> like, thank God for capitalism. Yeah, nah. Fucking Hank Hill and yeah, shit. Yo, it's like that shit right there. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't even know, man. It's like it's, it's the most ridiculous thing. That's the only thing that, that's keeping me tethered to the idea of like capitalism just continuing. It's like, what happens if the <laughs> refrigerator and the toilet manufacturing goes downhill, doc? Like the, the whole world. Should we sacrifice? Caught. You know, it's tight. Calling up GE, keep it going. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, I'll come in sick. Don't worry about it. The production line must never stop. Yeah, I was expecting, you know, more automation so I could have more time to stay home. But no. Yo, I do want to say, even though, you know, we're not chapel or anything, but it's fucking crazy how uh, gig economy people are essential workers now because they're the willing to do this shit i mean shout out to anybody out there i mean whether you want to consider it grinding or struggling but holding it down for us that aren't leaving our apartment so we could still you know eat some shit yeah you right i mean I, i'm gonna go open up this uber eats uber eats app in just a minute once we get off of this podcast and I'm going to give that guy a thumbs up and rate him quality service and maybe even donate a dollar to the cause. Because, yeah, shout out oh, to Oh, shit. Him. I, don't think, I don't think I've ever rated on Uber Eats. Oh, man. I, I, I make sure to do that. I especially feel bad when it's like a fucking snowstorm. And I'm like, yo, I need my McDonald's now. And then old boy comes oh, I didn't know and, you were supposed to do that. No, nah, his, his lips are all blue because it's cold outside and he's on his bike and shit. Yeah, I, I do tip. No, I need to get on that. Yeah, even if you just give a thumbs up, I think it, it's it's helpful for, to them. I don't know, but yeah, been listening to. Yeah, Dylan. man, shout out to everybody still holding it down. Yeah, my office trying to do that shit. I think they made Dallinger work today. It's like we supposed to. That's shit not is a, trash. That's not essential. This is not an essential job. You got my man out here. Yeah, it's wild. Like, uh, you know, they're like, if any of the students cough or look sick, contact us immediately. And so um, Dallinger, right, who I work with, he's got his own schools on Tuesday, I think, or Tuesday, he, he had a student that was sick. So he called and the office was like, just make her sit by the window and open the window. Right. And he's like, what? 
And so he does that, right? He just sits her little ass by the window and then does it and they tell the parents or whatever. So on Friday, or maybe, maybe it was Thursday, same shit happens. Like another student's sick and this student looks like really sick, like coughing up a lot, you know what I mean? Doesn't have a mask on or whatever. So Dallinger calls the office and is like, yo, this little motherfucker is sick as shit. Like have the mom come pick her up. And then the office is like, nah, just, you know, like, just scoot her away. <laughs> and Downer's like, fuck that. <laughs> like, y'all trying to get me killed out here. <laughs> get this little bitch out of my cl-. No, he didn't say that. But he's like, yo, I'm fucking putting my foot down. Get this kid out the classroom. It's like, better safe than not safe. What is wrong with y'all? So, yeah, man. It's, it's really, um, and I guess we're coming for full circle now. But it's really, you know, fucking sobering where you know folks are working minim- minimum wage jobs and you gotta listen to somebody on tv be like oh you know we need you to go back to work or you know your grandparents would be happy to die as long as you know the american dream stays alive and the economy keeps going and it's like yo um i don't think I want to evaluate my life at whatever, you know, $350 a week, whatever minimum wage is. Like, that shit is like a real-life dystopian film playing out, you know, on CNN or Fox News or whatever the fuck. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean... And then again, on the other side, you have like celebrities all smiling, looking beautiful, singing Imagine and shit. Like, yo, I don't need to yo, hear a fucking Imagine. Fuck? I don't, I don't want to hear Ja Rule at a time like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where is Ja? It's like, I don't give a fuck about Ja Rule right now. I'm fucking, I'm terrified. So yeah, man. I, I don't yo, know. I kind of got off social media a while ago, but that I feel like that shit has been great. Like I, oh, yeah. I I've been hearing a lot of people just going live on instagram and uh i think people need to stop that don't do that anymore yeah i um i didn't watch any of those videos but i saw and i was like trending on reddit or some shit like all these celebrities are getting together and singing some fucking songs and i was just like yo fuck that yeah i'm not doing that i did tune into the d nice uh dj live stream though because it's fucking d nice and that shit was lovely but yeah Yo, you know, he's, uh, it's so funny you mentioned that, like, <laughs> he's, uh, Jerry Seinfeld's favorite DJ. <laughs> oh, no shit? What? I was listening to a podcast, oh. mm. and what were you saying? Uh, it blanked out for a second. What podcast were you listening to? Uh, Neil Brennan's podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, How Neil Feel. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, we were at a party, and D-Nice was playing, and Jerry was like, he's the best DJ I've ever heard. And then he linked them up together. And now D-Nice does all of Jerry's, I guess, parties and shit. Oh, shit. Hella bar mitzvahs. Yo, D-Nice is actually <laughs> supposed to be really fucking nice and shit. Like, uh, I hear he's, like, really, uh, w- like, notable in, like, the uh, Hollywood community. Like, a lot of people book him for shows. And his prices are, like, sky high. Shout out to him for starting Boogie Down Productions and being dope MC and then transitioning to being like a celebrity, not a celebrity DJ, but like a DJ. Shit, that's tight. Word. Yeah, man. 
Shout out to D Nice, which is a good name too. Yeah, there are lots of nices, but D Nice, you know. Hell yeah. Your mind always comes back to D Nice. I mean, when, whenever you Greg say the nice. name. Yeah. I'm going to go listen to some D Nice. I mixed up. But I default to D Nice. It's because the, the song, you know, it's like it just tells you how to say his name and shit. They call me mm. D Nice. Uh, you know what song I've been thinking about a lot? Do you listen to, uh, maybe not, Godspeed You Black Emperor? You familiar with them? I've heard of, I've heard that name before. They're like some, they're like some, uh, it's like some, uh, like a, a band a hipster would love type of shit, right? But they're actually, I think they're pretty good. Like, I haven't listened to them in maybe a decade, but there's a song that they got called The Dead Flag Blues. And in the beginning of it, it's, it's kind of just like a soundscape, right? And it's just this dude reading this kind of post-apocalyptic poem. And uh, it's fucking beautiful. Like, the poem is, like, really... I, I don't know where it comes from, if it's from a book or something, but the poem is really beautiful. And then he ends... The sh and, and all it is is it seems like there's, like, some post-apocalyptic type of situation that's happening, and he's all talking about, like, these things. But it also parallels very, like succinctly like the regular economic conditions and the working conditions of the average guy and the last the last line of it is i open up my wallet and it's full of blood and i like throughout this whole situation about like going back to work and just dying and while you're working and shit that line just keeps on coming up in my head over and over again and i haven't listened to the mm -hmm. song since then but yeah, I open up my wallet and it's full of blood. You should check that shit out. Uh, I'll try to remember to send you the link to it. But it's just really beautiful. So, good poem. If it's a poem, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I need to keep that. Yeah, I'll send it to you at the end of this. But word, let's right, um, word. let's let's wrap things up, and um, and then we'll we'll record the intro for this. Yeah, I guess I guess we just say peace, right? Um, unless you got something yeah. else to go off of. Well, I guess I just want to say one more thing. Uh, be smart. Not you, but anybody listening. Like, and I don't mean use your mental faculties, but like, think of any zombie movie you've seen. You know, I've seen pictures of Atlanta and. That shit looks like The Walking Dead. And, you know, think of any dumb character you know in a movie and then the whole fucking, uh, you know, safe house or bunker or where everybody was, you know, hiding out at. That shit just collapses. Don't be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be safe out here. Hell yeah. What's the name of the dude from uh, Shawshank Redemption? Tim Robbins? Is that his yes. name? Is that his name? Tim Robbins? Don't be him sure. in War of the Worlds. Where he's like, come into my basement. I know how to kill these guys. And then Tom Cruise has to fuck him up and then escape again. Don't be that guy. <laughs> I mean, don't be that guy. For sure. Uh, maybe, like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure my boss, if my boss was to have been bitten by a zombie, they wouldn't mention it. They'd just try to walk that shit off. <laughs> Dallin just like 
Yo, I think she's like uh Zing out in here. Hell like, yeah. oh, just just tire <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> just tire to the Anpanman doll and keep teaching. Yeah, yeah. Her mom will be here soon. Her mom shows up and is a zombie as well. Yeah, zombie. <laughs> zombie. Shout out to D uh, Dallinger shit. putting his business out like that, but you know, nobody listens to the end of it. They they they, they will <laughs> They listen to the first thirty minutes. They won't get that last piece. Yeah. Yo, if you if you heard me say that, and, and if you if you heard me say that, just message me the name Dallinger. And if you do that, I got a bunch of CDs that I will send you. I promise. Yeah. Do that shit. Oh, uh, Terrence Shonen of Tokyo Speaks Podcast. You're excluded from this competition. It's a conflict of interest. I know you listen to the podcast, but anybody else other than him, yeah, I will send you some CDs if you just match, send a message to one of the Mega Late Show accounts. Just type Dallinger, and then I'll get back to you. And maybe Cake. We should exclude Cake, too. Yeah, I saw him hit the like earlier, too. Yeah, no Cake. No Cake. No uh, Terrence Shonen. Uh, Fucking um, Chris Charleston hit me up like a while back and he was like oh i liked your your guys recap of the show and i was like oh i didn't know you oh, listened the wrestle kingdom shit uh <laughs> we were messy on that shit too <laughs> at least i was you know what i'm saying yeah shout out to chris though man yo chris get these cds dog <laughs> you know it's been like almost a year i just started getting those uh i started getting those uh like one year ago uh, videos on my Google Images joint, and it was like a year ago that we recorded with him, so seems longer. Bet. Oh man, I've been watching hell of wrestling recently, but that's another conversation. Word up, word up. Oh, that shit cut out again. No, I heard you. I was just, I was just looking right, at my word. phone to see um, uh, who who was supposed to be on the podcast in the next coming weeks. I thought I had somebody tight, but. Oh, I mean, it would be fucked to say that I don't have anybody tight, but I have several tight people. But yeah, yeah. Okay, bet. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening to this quarantine time. I don't know. Podcast. Yeah, look out for that quarantine EP coming soon. The word. Yeah. Quarantine the podcast. Oh, I'm. I might actually do that. That shit sounds dumb, but. Yeah. It might be interesting. Hey, why not, man? So I might do some little cutie shit. Some little cutie type shit. You know, just a little cutie. Just a little cute three minutes. Yo, did you see that fool was re- fucking... He was on a UFC video. Like an official UFC video. His podcast was mentioned on an official UFC video. It was absurd. Really? Hell yeah. It's like uh, the UFC... What is it called? Um, it's like the joints that they do. Um, I think it's called Embedded. Or something like that, where before like a big fight, they'll have several people like they'll, they'll follow the guys around and shit like that. And they'll just kind of talk about the fights. And it has a voice clip of the Little Cutie podcast and Kevin being like, who is this guy? How is he going to possibly win? Who won't fucking there's no possible way. And then it has like two little like three second voice clips of fucking Kevin. Shout out to Max Kevin in the Little Cutie podcast for being on a UFC video. How and why did tight. they use his shit? Yeah, it's pretty nuts, man. That was dope. 
it was it was it was it was such a crazy glow up that I thought like, oh, this is bullshit. There's no way that he's mentioned on that because he posted it. And I saw it and I was like, what the how? Like there's a million, like a million MMA podcasts that I'm familiar with. And it not his is not the one that I go to for the hot take. And he's on there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, his shit is Yeah, like, I was No, that's it. Sorry, that's all I, no, that's all I had to say. I just uh, I was fucking shocked and I thought it was dope. Shout out to him. Yeah, I've been listening to his podcast a lot because I, you know, I want to know how people are dealing with this shit. So people who are like just going business as usual, I'm not super into. So Kevin shit is almost perfect, but his shit wasn't updating recently for some reason. Hmm. But uh, I've been trying to listen more. I haven't listened in a while. I got to get on that. Shout out to uh, Little Cutie Podcast. Shout out to Max Kevin for sure. Yo, uh, shout out to all our people in Creative Ventures. I know this might not apply to a lot of people in Japan because, you know, life's been going on. But uh, anybody who had all their shit shut down, I mean, everybody got their shit shut down, but especially for people who can't work from home and shit. Yo, see y'all at the tail end of this shit, hopefully. Let's uh, keep our heads up and hold each other down. Indeed. Word up. Mega Late Show. Something, something, something episode. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Uh, J-Elect, uh, shelter in place. J-Elect, what's his face? All right, I'm done.